a good night. That is shining tonight. Do you see her and what is she doing? Oh, oh, oh. Stars, is she thinking of me? Oh, how I hope I will be with her one day. Oh, oh, oh stars. Good evening, everyone. Half a day. Merry Christmas to every one of you, one and all. It's uh, Joyce. Yeah. Dave Duane is with Man, Land, and Sea. Thank you for tuning in. And if you're out there uh, having dinner, I hope you're listening to me. I'll <laughs> be good. Man, Land, and Sea is brought to you by the Bureau of Statistics and Plans, Guam Coastal Management Program. Thank you so much for sponsoring the show. And um, yeah, lots of stuff in the news, huh? Uh, this show is kind of geared towards the environment, so we'll try and stick to that format. Uh, one, one, and one of the things that uh, I'm really, really, really an advocate of is the illegal dumping that goes on in our island. It happens every day, every single day. Somebody just sees it fit to, yeah, I'm just going to dump my trash here, side of the road. Every day, I see it every day. I go drop my daughter to school, same thing trash. She goes to school, Maria Joa Elementary, and that road between the two, uh, Beraventi Middle School and Maria Joa, constantly trashed, as it is and has been for the last two weeks again, and weeks, days earlier, same thing. Good mayor and her staff will go out there and pick it up, and uh, all it does is make the uh, people that... <laughs> Do the illegal dumping, say, oh, it's cleaned up again. All right, I get to throw my trash again. Um, you know, one of my former guests, a good friend of mine, Mr. Uh, Mr. Larry Gaz, he taught me this. He said, you know, Dave, it's all about a mindset. It's all about changing their attitude. And we try to do that. Even here at SMG, Sorensen Media Group, we try. You hear a lot of our commercials. You see trash out there, pick it up. Even if it's not, even if it's not yours, pick it up. You go to the beach, the parks, you see trash, pick it up. I had a guest, uh, what was this, just a couple weeks ago or was it last week? Mr. Uh, Big Tone, yeah, I think it was last week. Yeah, Big Tone, he's a uh, resident of Dedido. He takes it upon himself. I give him, I give that guy such good kudos. He takes it upon himself. And I asked him during the show, why do you do it? Let me point it at my daughter, my nine-year-old daughter, who was here at the studio with me. I do it for them, Dave. That's a fantastic man. But, you know, guys like uh, Mr. Big Tom, Tony Anthony Manjola, he goes out there every time, and he cleans the parks, picks it up. He gets a lot of support from the um, Department of parks, parks and Rec, and luckily they gave him a trash receptacle that they put out there at the park, and he, he uh, 
told me last week when he was on the show that it's uh, it seems to have uh, it seems to be uh, being be, it's being used put it that way and he's seeing less trash there's still trash they're still trashing it they're still dumping their trash but just having a trash receptacle out there which tells me do we have enough trash receptacles around our parks at the beaches or anywhere I mean if we had enough receptacles just maybe just maybe they'll think twice about just dumping it throwing it in the ground they might say oh okay might as well throw it in the trash receptacle that's what it's meant for that's what it's there for so please people you know basta yibasula okay stop the trash let's stop the trash in its track once again, Man, Land, and Sea, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm Dave Duenas, and uh, you can give us a call. Give me a call. Anything you want to talk about about our environment. Could be about trash. Could be about maybe vehicles, you know, these big trucks and buses that go around our island predominantly, and I see it all the time in Tumon. Um, you know, just blowing out out of their exhaust, you know, their mufflers, black smoke. <laughs> um I see it every time, and uh, there is a way to uh, curb that, to try and uh, deter them from uh, driving around with faulty exhaust system or burning oil in the muffler or whatever, whatever's producing the smoke. If you see that, you know, everyone has a smartphone nowadays. If you see that, whether it's a commercial vehicle or even a regular privately owned vehicle, take a picture of their license plate. Call up EPA, Guam EPA, talk to Mr. Nick Lee, he's the PIO there, let him know that you got uh, picture evidence of uh, these trucks and vehicles that are just polluting the air. I feel really bad for the tourists. The tourists, I was right behind this bus and the tourists were standing on the side of the road at the... Uh, at the crosswalk waiting to walk across and the bus took off and just this big black smoke came out of the muffler and I just looked at their face and they were like oh you know just a disgusting look they had in their face like my god covering their face and myself I, I got the windows rolled up with the air, air conditioner running but that didn't help it uh, the smell of the smoke uh, made its way into the car and my daughter started complaining as well so once again, you know, stuff like that. Illegal people dumping illegally, illegal dump sites uh, all over the island. If you see something, say something. You know, if I, I mentioned it a few times. You, the, the community, are residents of Guam. We can do something. If you see a vehicle that's a little suspicious, and what I mean by that, if you see a vehicle, a truck, pickup truck, pickup truck, with a whole bunch of trash in the back of the truck. One o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, just driving around the jungle area. Okay, what do you think he's up to? I don't know. He might not be up to nothing. But then again, it is suspicious. So make note of that. And, uh, you know, a lot of people got this uh, crime watch uh, WhatsApp group, you know, or call the authorities. Hey, there's a suspicious truck here. And, you know, we can do something. We as a community can do something. We can make it happen. If we don't say anything, then nobody's going to know. 
and then the trash winds up and it piles up big time as it does in every single village then again I mention often because I'm a big uh, proponent of I'm not gonna let it die if you don't say anything about it it kinda just falls to the wayside what I'm talking about is for example stray dogs stray dogs we got thousands of stray dogs all over Guam every village have them and you know we we need to get a handle on it stray dogs can be uh, a nuisance and it can be environmentally dangerous they could one day carry uh, a disease and uh, anyway stray dogs the problem is still there it hasn't gone away you don't hear about it anymore in the news not as often as we did in the past you know it's just the way we are here in Guam make headlines for a while then it just fades away but the problem is still there just like taking aspirin you know for pain or painkillers painkillers they strictly just mask the pain the pain is still there but you don't feel it because it's the medication is designed to mask it but the pain is still there same thing with stray dogs we still have stray dogs it's they're still there <laughs> they didn't go anywhere we still didn't get a handle on it I do know uh, just today I found out that uh, the governor's office and the Department of Agriculture they're teaming up and they're trying to do something uh, to get a handle on the stray dog problem and uh, I wish them all the best you know, maybe there might be some grant money out there that uh, could be utilized to uh, fund um, I had uh, Cyrus uh, he's the president of GAIN I had him on the show a few times and he said you know if I had four hundred thousand dollars I can I can pretty much take care and control the stray dog problem is that four hundred thousand he goes yeah it'll take about two or three years to do but we'll get a handle on it it won't be such an ep in ep the epidemic proportions of you know literally the number I've heard was there's literally 40,000 40,000 stray dogs not to mention feral pigs wild pigs feral pigs we have a lot you heard about it it was in the news it was in the news a bunch of times it has since faded away but it's still there feral pigs are still messing up people's yards and uh, digging up the grounds the problem's still there and uh, it hasn't gone anywhere so it's my part I do my part here on man let and see I make it a point to not ever let it die don't let the issue go away because it didn't go away it's still there we just need to do what we can to uh, get a handle on it so we're still working on it and uh, like everything else in our island you know we do live in an island and uh, we have a fragile environment we need to take care of it uh, just like uh, trash you know we got, got Larry Gast that was on the show the uh, Guam general manager excuse me of the Guam Solid Waste Authority and construction has begun on the new um, cell it was a you know our current landfill was getting filled up so they had to uh, secure funding to dig up and build a new trash cell which they're doing as we speak it ain't in operation yet but it will be very shortly at a cost of approximately 30 million dollars 
with that said, I said, you know what, Larry, what if we have it in, if we had, we don't have one now, an incinerator, strictly for burning up trash, not waste energy, not uh, producing power, but just, just incineration. It would help. It would extend the life, number one, of the land, the, the cell at the landfill. It would extend the life big time. Um, the average uh, lifespan of a cell is a landfill cell, trash cell, eight to ten years. If we had incineration burning up trash, it reduces the trash to ashes. Ashes. You know, ashes don't take up much space. So I said, hmm. That's a good idea, I wonder. Uh, we did get some callers saying, well, how about the pollution from the smokestacks, you know, the uh, the smoke from burning the trash? I said, well, technology nowadays has gotten so good that all the pollutants and all the toxins coming out of uh, the stacks, the smokestacks, will literally be almost zero. Almost zero. Uh, I'm going to very soon get uh, someone of uh, that knows all the details, all the facts, if I have to call someone in the States, in the mainland, I'm going to do that. Have them give us a call and explain that, because that is a definite concern. But I know, just from the literature that I've been reading, that um, the, the smoke that uh, comes out of the smokestacks from these incinerators are very well filtered, um, to the point where there's literally, almost, you can't even see the smoke almost. But the toxins, more importantly, the pollutants, will be filtered and won't be a problem. Then, of course, there's the waste to energy, the generation of power. Mm, that's a good idea, too. And according to Larry Gass, he says, you know, you know how many tires we have in Guam? <laughs> tires, uh, getting rid of tires is, uh, is a big problem. Plastics, and uh, they burn very well. And uh, that would uh, solve a lot of the issues as well. But then again, um, <clears throat> I'm not the expert. I will be calling on some people to come on the show and talk about these two. Incineration just for trash, per to reduce the amount of trash. And at the same token, get someone uh, knowledgeable, more than me. <laughs> it ain't going to be too difficult. To okay, we'll get someone to call in, come in, and talk about uh, waste to energy. Uh, generation of uh, you know, we do have GPA, uh, they just secured, and will soon be breaking ground on the new power plant up in Dededo. Very hefty cost. Six, seven hundred million dollars overall uh, during a 20-year period. It's going to cost over one point some billion, and that includes, a, I think, two point some billion, billion dollars that we, the people of Guam, are going to have to uh, pay somehow. And that's over, like I said, about a 20-year period, as far as I know. And that, I said, is, does that include the fuel, the oil that they're going to be, the low sulfur fuel? They're going to be using a different fuel. Um, but it's low sulfur, so it's a little, I think it's a little more expensive. He goes, yeah, that includes the fuel. But two point I forgot what it was exactly. 2.1, something like that, billion dollars. The the new power plant itself, just the, the generator, is upwards of 700 million, you know, with, the, of course, the building, I mean. Not just the generator, but the whole facility. And that's going to be built in Dededo. Why in Dededo? Well, they got the wastewater plant over there, and they're going to use some of that uh, water instead of using 
um, tap water or waters uh, from the wells. They'll use the wastewater to cool down the generators. Makes makes sense, huh? Yeah, it does. 47 minutes after 6, I do have guests coming in uh, at around the 7 o'clock hour. Can look forward to that. Hopefully they'll make it in. If you're out there driving, please drive careful. It is dinner time. Hope you're having a good time eating your dinner. And uh, like, uh, who is that? Uh, Tony Lamarena said, five days. Tomorrow's the 20th. Five more days till Christmas. Have you gotten all your shopping done? If not, well, I'm sure everyone's out on the street. Just coming to the studio, I know. The traffic was pretty, pretty healthy. A lot of traffic, a lot of cars out there. I mentioned this, <coughs> excuse me, every time I'm on the air. When you're out there shopping, it is the holiday season. Christmas is five days away. Be sure to be very careful. Do not put any of your purchase presents in the front seat or back seat. And then walk away and lock your door and think everything's good. Because it's not. People are actually out there monitoring and watching you. They are. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they are. So be very careful if you buy stuff, put it in your trunk. At the same token, know your surroundings. Know who's around you. Know who's behind you. Knows who's left and right. You know, not everyone are... are we got some, some nasty people out there. Some really nasty people. Once again, you're listening to News Talk K57. Man, Land, and Sea, brought to you by the Bureau of Statistics and Plans, Guam Coastal Management Program, and I'm Dave Duanis. It's a pleasure to be with you tonight. Once again, we do have, uh, I do have some guests coming in. Hopefully, they'll make it. Uh, one of them is uh, Senator Kelly Marsh Titano. I know they just uh, adjourned session just a little less than an hour ago, so hopefully, she's making her way to the studio. She's got a, a few bills that she's going to be introducing. And she's going to talk about it. And uh, just to give you a little advance uh, insight, one of them has got to do with, uh, as you know, right now, it's uh, it, like today, it was very windy. We got a lot of rip currents that are currently affecting the, the waters uh, out there in Guam. So if you're out there, be very careful. Rip currents can pull you out, pull you out to sea. And the good senator will come in and tell us all about it, tell us what... Uh, what precautions we can take, and hopefully she'll get uh, people from uh, DPW, Deep Department of Public Works, and maybe even the fire department to come in, hopefully, and uh, give us a little insight on what we can do to stay safe when we're out there. You know, know the telltale signs. Can you see a rip current? Current? Yeah. You, you usually you can. You can tell. I, I read up a little bit on it, and. Uh, Ten minutes until the top of the hour. I'm going to take our first call of the evening. Hop a day, Ed. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Dave. Hi. How are you doing? Ah, uh, trying, trying. You know, all trying, right? Oh yeah, that's all we can do, man. Yeah, you know, I'm talking about this uh, trash and cycle of life. <clears throat> okay. What okay. if What if we never uh, we, we never got to this technology technology thing and advance our our livelihood? And uh, if way back, you know, if we hunt, right? Uh-huh. Okay, it's a fresh, it's a fresh uh, game. We get, we'll hunt it, kill it, and eat it. We have to eat it as, what, as much and as soon as possible, right? Yeah, before we had refrigeration, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, so 
when that happens, we share it with the village, we share it with friends or amongst the amongst the groups, right? Yes. Okay, so there's no waste. Uh huh. Okay, so okay, then the breeding. Okay, if like right now, right, animals are being either we hunt them or um, what do you call that? The nature or the climate has you know diminished them a little bit, you know, little by little. So. If that doesn't happen, I mean, if we're still not in, in uh, what do you call that? We're still living the cycle of life. Either we go hunting, a lion will kill us. Okay. So there'll be, okay, there'll be, you know, hardly any population because we both try to, we both seem to, what do you call that, survive the, survive the land. Okay, so, like I and, and with trash, so you eliminate trash, right? There'll, there'll be no trash because we're, we're not buying it from the grocery store. We're not taking the minerals to produce cans or or other other products that we uh, that we throw away. Am I right? Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, we're, I mean, if we didn't go there, where would you think we'll be? We'll be all. We're, we're gonna. Everybody has to give and take. Either the hunters, like we are humans, um, try to survive, and the the animals try to survive. The world be more flourish, flourish with um, what do you call that? With, with minerals and plants and fruits and and, and and animals that are what do you call that? Are are, are for our own um, for our needs to survive. And if you notice, you know the the meat nowadays. When we eat them, it it it's not so it's not all that tasty anymore. It's tough. Well, you know we you know. Yeah, because uh, you're not gazing. Because we're what happens. Yeah, yeah, because we are the stewards of our environment, you know, our land. If we, we need to protect everything from our water source to even the uh, the jungle, you know, a lot I of know the, that. I yeah, know that, but see, the, even the ocean. We, you know, we're polluting the ocean, and eventually they're going to say, you know, look at Cocos Island, for example. They already determined don't eat any of the fish caught off of Marizo or off Cocos Island. They're contaminated, uh, contaminated with PCP. Well, you know why? Because we, we got, we, we were just so curious to advance our livelihood to uh, to make it a lot easier and a lot better. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If we if we don't if we didn't go that way, and we just live, you know, like we're still being cavemen or whatever, up to this time, you know, we're. Uh, I don't know how will we all be human beings live longer? The animals will live longer, and you know, like I said, they're not gazing. The the the, the, the animals are not gazing it around because they're not eating grass. Just the land, the, the the grass is not seems to be there, and they're they're giving them they're giving cows and pigs corn to eat, and there's something you know, I guess there's something in that that. Uh, it changes uh, the taste of the meat, and uh, probably so. I I don't I, I can't you know? speak very uh, much on the on the topic. Because well, I, 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 I do because I you know I I eat them. I even when I fried pork chop, I that was <laughs> man, that was like you know good stuff. You remember pork chop when you smell it, man? You just turn your stomach. Oh yeah, yes, yes. You I know, love pork chops. It's tough. You really, if you fry pork chop, you leave it there three five minutes, it gets cold. <laughs> it's, not, it's it's hard to eat, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to chew. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Ed, are you uh, you ready for Christmas? Me? No, not really. I'll just give them, what do you call that? 
just at the 56 no, part. I don't want to get through all that stress, man. Yeah, no, no uh, matter of no, fact, uh, Tony Lamarino says, for the says kids yeah. And for family and but memories, you know what it is. It. Gift I mean, certificate is the best way to go. I, I believe in that. Either that or cash. You know, just say, here, go buy yourself something. Uh, I don't know exactly what you want. I don't want to take the chance that you might not like what I bought you, so... Anyway, Ed, uh, I, I really appreciate your comments and your opinions. And uh, what village are you from? I'm just curious. Uh, I'm from Barragada. Barragada. Okay, yeah. I'm from Dedido. How's the oh, trash? Oh, you're, you're, you're originally from there, right, Ed? Uh, I'm Dave? Uh, originally, originally from Sinahania, but That's way back in the 60s. <laughs> so oh, okay, I've been yeah. uh, living in Dedido since 1971. Yeah, we, we should. I want another thing about the trash. You know, we can monitor, monitor the, the what do you call it, the the big forklift, so we can come around the village and and just scoop up uh, the the vehicles and unload it up and take it away. Do we need that? I, I was saying we need some some sort of uh, voucher to to take it to global. Well, you know, there there is supposedly every well now I know for a fact that next they they've already came up with. Um, the rules and regulation and the uh, the legislature finally uh, put it in writing that the Guam EPA, there is a recycling uh, fund that is collected from registration of vehicles and a portion of the proceeds go to the recycling fund. So those monies are now going to be, the Guam EPA can now distribute the money and, and part of the way they're going to distribute it is to uh, give the uh, monies to the mayors so they can uh, collect white goods, uh, abandoned vehicles, and, and stuff like that. So hopefully that would uh, have an impact on the uh, amount of trash and uh, white goods and abandoned vehicles that you see in your village. Yeah, um, you know, we need to, once we, you know, if anything, we need to, but I'm, I'm willing to, uh, to put like two hours to watch the, the entrance of where I stay. You know what I'm saying? And then we can have somebody take in another three to two hours. You know, like Rose Switch watching the entrance. Yeah, no, you, you know? know. And in your village, they I know they have a very, very active uh, crime watch program. Uh, you can get, just call your mayor if you don't know about it. Find out uh, what is the, uh, ch they have chat group, chat groups that uh, you can just text or take a picture and send it and say, hey, there's people dumping trash, you know, and and uh, hopefully they'll make, like I said, make an impact. Very, 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 very. Anyway, Ed, uh, we're just a couple minutes to the top of the hour. Thank you once again for calling in and tuning in to Man, Land, and Sea. All right. Okay, uh, Dave. Uh, have a good, good Christmas and the holidays. Yeah, stay tuned. we got uh, we got a senator coming in and um, hopefully the uh, folks from uh, Island Girl Power coming in talking about what they do and uh, what's up. Okay? Okay, okay. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Ed. All right. That was Ed, and uh, he's talking about the cycle of life. <laughs> okay, and trash. Who doesn't, you know, let's talk trash. <laughs> News Talk, K57, Dave Duane is with you, and uh, good evening, Merry Christmas. If you're out there shopping, please be careful. Just know that, uh, just know to be very, very safe, okay? Make sure you put your your items that you purchase in the trunk. Don't put them in the front seat and then say, I'm going to go shop again. Come back, it might not be there. <laughs> possibly, possibly your whole car. We're going to take a short break for the CBS News. We'll be right back right after this. Got the sun rolling high. We were back 
on Talk Station. PNC wants to help you and your loved ones celebrate your next birthday. Introducing the PNC Celebration Nation. Every weekday on PNC News, we will announce your special birthday shout-out. Plus, every Friday, we will give away a party for 10 at Chuck E. Cheese's Guam. This prize is for kids 13 and younger with their birthday in the current month. To sign up for your Celebration Nation birthday shout-out, visit PacificNewsCenter.com. The PNC Celebration Nation is presented by Sorensen Media Group and Chuck E. Cheese's Guam. The American Association of University Women Guam Branch presents The Dish, a monthly program about issues affecting women and girls in our community. The Dish airs on K57 the last Saturday of the month from noon to 2 p.m. On The Dish, we'll talk about women's health, violence, ageism, workplace equality, financial security, and more. The Dish, serving food for thought on issues that are important to women. Brought to you by the AAUW Guam Branch on Newstalk K57. From the largest healthcare network in the Philippines, the Medical City and Guam Regional Medical City bring you world-class healthcare through the Medical City Referral Office. Get access to a diversified portfolio of services and highly trained medical staff during your stay in the Philippines and continuity of care in Guam. If you are looking for a partner on your journey to wellness, take your first step with the best in the Philippines and in Guam with the Medical City. You may visit them at the Rang Care Building in Tamuni or call 645-5645. Buenas Afanielos. Guahu si Robert Underwood. Tampara Beihu Tutuhu Nuevo na programa Gwenigi K57 Jan Interro Gifino Tamoro Fino Nativo Pat Mas Claro Fino Hadza Ifinota Bula siya na Na maguf, na bubu, na mahalang, na chalik, lo tinakmak with Robert Underwood every Monday night at 6.30 on News Talk K57. Christmas, Merry Christmas, everyone. Seven minutes after seven, uh, Dave Twainers on Man, Land, and Sea, brought to you by the Guam Coastal Management Cro Program and the Bureau of Statistics and Plans. And in the studio, they made it in. The good Senator Kelly Mars Titan was in the studio, just got out of session not too long ago, still made made it a point to make it to the show. She got some Absolutely. great stuff she wants to talk about. Senator, how are you doing? Oh, great. Merry um, Christmas. We had a very active session, as yes. you saw. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and it was real cute. On the screen, on the seal, it took me a real long time to notice it, because we don't usually look at the screen. Uh -huh. But I noticed on the seal, they had a little Santa hat. So I thought that was a real cute uh, touch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're a very, very busy woman, uh, Senator. Uh, yeah. But uh, today, uh, 
called you in. I see what what's going on. Have you got any new bills that you're going to be introducing as far as the environment is concerned? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's the main concern in many ways, and it's so tied to us, uh, our economy and our health and well-being. So on this Monday, we're going to be having a public hearing, and it's going to be on Bill 241. 241, okay. Yes, and, uh, you know, please feel free to testify if, if Bill you... Bill 241 entails 241. what? And this one is about uh, the rip current and hiking safety. So it creates a group of people. Uh, it's right now housed in the Department of Parks and Recreation, and they're going to form a group of people that are going to create awareness programs, they're going to identify some of our really major hazardous areas, and then they're going to develop uh, signage, brochures, uh, PSAs, and so forth, so that we can really become aware of those aspects of our environment. Um, I think all of us have followed with heavy hearts those around us who get pulled out in a rip current and mm -hmm. yes. a family loses somebody or just down the road for me, you know, when I was still campaigning, um, I, I thought to myself then that I absolutely had to do a bill like this. And it was when that young uh, boy from uh, Father Duenas had gotten caught in a flash flood from San Carlos I, Falls. I remember that, yes. And we drove by the family every day and my heart just went out to them as, as it does for all of the families who experience a lot yeah, like and that. Yeah, I, and I think, you know, it would go a long, long way to have, you know, uh, PSAs, as you mentioned. You yeah, know, just get there, there educate the people. There's dangers do. out there when you go in the waters at our beaches. There's dangers there when you go in our jungles for hiking or what have you. There's exactly. things that you got to be aware of and uh, educating them through public service announcements and other things that are right. in, that are within your bill that it would help. Right. And there are actually strategies that you can do to mitigate or to, to help resolve some of those issues. Like for the hiking safety, if we've been down to Tarzan Falls recently, uh -huh. we know that the planting of the acacia trees, now the acacias won't be permanent, but they've done certain things. They've stabilized the erosion. The soil, yeah. They've built back up the soil. So even things like that can be part of this group's work, that they stabilize certain hiking areas. San Carlos Falls, uh, parts of it, because of the heavy erosion in the area, are dangerous. And I actually personally, even though I hiked ever since I was uh, a youth here, um, I never knew that the flash floods at our rivers and waterfalls were danger like that. Yeah. And I was really shocked when in these last few years we've had community members that have been swept away. Hmm. So went in the bill 241? 241. Yeah. 241 will be introduced on the floor next week? Well, we'll have our public hearing. Public and hearing, so we'll go. That will be people's opportunity to testify. We'll get to hear from the different agencies. Mm -hmm. So we do have the Department of Parks and Recreation, but we should also be hearing from the Weather Station, maybe the Forestry Division of the Department of Agriculture. Um, we've also been talking to Homeland Security. Uh, they are also, they run the program for the Tsunami Watch. Mm -hmm. So um, there are definitely entities <laughs> out there like that. And even I've talked to the rear admiral about having the safety officer be part of this program because he, too, has already been building up a lot of this information. I'm, I'm happy you mentioned the uh, Homeland Security and, that, and Tsunami in particular because I remember 
when they had that uh, huge uh, earthquake in Japan and they had a tsunami that the tsunami devastated their coastline yeah absolutely. there was <laughs> literally at least 50 60 70 people at um uh, uh, at the uh, uh, on the cliff line up there well the marina area you know oh, you know I where see. the statue of liberty area uh-huh. and they were uh-huh. all out there and i was like what are you guys doing here over waiting to see if the tsunami is going to come i said i don't hey, think hey. that's a good idea <laughs> Yeah, that's not what they say in the PSA. No, no, <laughs> you know, but uh, they were literally standing there next to the next to the shoreline uh, on the sand there, waiting to see if anything's going to happen. I said, if it does, you're going to be too late for you to get to safety. So, right. great stuff that you're doing. I really, uh, it's much needed. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, it's it's a little bit of that old adage, but uh, all of us are valuable and if we help save lives then that's what it's all about we want to protect our youth protect the rest of us who maybe didn't grow up learning some of these lessons uh-huh. and just make sure that we're all a little bit safer and and we have fewer to hopefully none of these kind of messages showing up in our, our news and newspapers again so once again the public hearing is next week Yes, I believe it's Monday morning. Monday? Um, my calendars are so full, I usually run day by day. <laughs> uh, and I wait until uh, that that early morning to look at the, the whole load that's today. <laughs> but I believe it's uh, Monday morning, maybe around 9 a.m. or so. Ah, okay. Okay, we let the people know. And um, um, good senator, I'd like to, uh, you, you know, uh, Miss Winita Blas with Island Girl Power. I invited her in as oh, well as your name, my, my dear. John Sinny Relics. John's what? John Sinny Relics. Wow. Just call her Sinny. That's a cool name. (laughs) What do you want me to call her? Just call her Sinny for short. Sinny. I like you. you, That's a unique name. Thank you. It really is. And Island Girl Prowl is in the studio as well. They got, uh, they were just acknowledged recently um, of having the, one of the best community gardens on the island. Right. Um, Very, uh, what? We started in 2014, mm-hmm. and we have a wonderful group of community gardeners that use the gardens for their own fruits and vegetables, flowers, herbs, and you it's just a beautiful You got any space? Thing. Still got space available? Absolutely. I think we have maybe five or six plots open right now. Um, there may be one long plot. It's an eight, I'm sorry, a four by 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, the regular plots are four by eight. Uh, four by eights are ten dollars a year, ah. and then the four by twenty is fifteen dollars a year. So very, we're not trying to very affordable hurt the pocketbook. We no. want to encourage sustainability. And and that's the key word right there. You can grow your own vegetables right right there at the community garden. And how could people get involved in that? You know, if they if they're um, interested. We always encourage people to just uh, message us or contact us. Um, It's a beautiful thing when they come and they take the tour of the center first Mm -hmm. so they know what the compound is about, what some of the rules and regulations about using the space. Okay. Um, Once they make their payment and sign the agreement, they get a key to the um, pedestrian gate Mm -hmm. and the tool shed, Mm. and they have access to everything. Johnsony here has a garden plot. I was just going to ask, do you participate in that? And you do. And little did I know, she's been affiliated with Island Girl Power for seven years. Wow. 
Awesome. They say yes. They don't hear nodding. <laughs> <laughs> they can see you on TV. You can say hi. Hello. <laughs> there you go. So uh, what got you involved What in, to volunteer with Island Girl Power? What so, motivated you? Um, my mother was the one that actually introduced me to it, but actually I, I've heard about it because I believe Miss Audrey was the one that came to my school at BMS. Mm-hmm. Benavente Middle School, and she was presenting on Island Girl Power. And once when my mom heard about this from the office, she took me the next day on a Saturday, and I was fortunate because I took the tour. Um, and you've and been involved ever since, yeah. huh? <laughs> As a middle school member, she was a member for three years. Wow. And then now as a high school volunteer, she's a senior. What have you done? What have you done in your se- in your high school years with Island Girl Power? Okay, so um, without Island Girl Power, I could I cannot finish my service learning and school to work. That's why I thank them all the time. Um, I've started service learning and I finished service learning within my freshman year. What, what is service learning? Power. Service learning is a mandate, um, and it started more than, man, I think about seven years ago. A school mandate? Yes, a, a DOE mandate. Oh. Um, and Guam oh, and I Maryland require service learning of their students. Hmm. So every high school student must complete 75 hours of not just community service, because community service is you go, sign the paper, you're done, dun da hmm. yay. Um, service learning is the combination of learning uh, something that connects with the curriculum in class and then providing a service to the community that helps them to learn the lesson by doing it, you know, in action. And so for all of us Pacific Islanders, we learn better by doing or by following. Uh-huh. And so service learning helps connect them with their career paths and um, gets them out into the community to know about social issues, environmental issues. So we have a service learning website, guamservicelearning.com, mm-hmm. and organizations, agencies can post projects, and then the students can come and find projects that they're interested in. Fantastic. So have you met all your requirements already? <laughs> Long time ago. Long yeah. time Oh, so now you're a service learner instructor? <laughs> She's one of the helpers. She's actually one of our supervisors at the thrift store. There you go. And speaking of the thrift store, Senator, you ever remember that store in Aganya or Inigua, Aganya, Luhans? Um, I'm familiar with the Luhan Tire Shop. <laughs> it's it's almost right near there. But okay. there was an old Probably store. Family, yeah. yeah, it was called Luhans, and they can... You go in there, you can literally find anything you're looking for, <laughs> anything. And uh, I, I went to Island, po- Island Girl Power, and they have a thrift shop, and I was surprised. They literally have, and you have new items as well. It's not all secondhand stuff, right? Right, yeah. I mean, it's all donations from the community, so right. we have a lot of really wonderful families that donate really amazing items. Everything. Give, me a, give the people an example. Uh, um, everything from electronics to... Yeah, of course, the common shoes, clothes, books, and then we had no skis. <laughs> and and <laughs> I mean, like, uh, no skis, okay. Yeah, we have uh, uh. snow boots and, and all sorts of stuff, but um, we also sell plants. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, um, <laughs> right now, there's coconut oil. 
Wow. And um, some ladies, uh, they sew scottos, which is the Chucky's house skirts. Mm. Um, and so we help other organizations to sell things out of the thrift store. Mm. We have a carver that makes necklaces. And, um, Little so do people know. We, that's why I wanted yeah, you in it's here. It's been a while since I've been there, but you I'm, I'm, check seeing, it out. I'm hearing that I need to go back. I, yeah. I went there just last week or so. I, I needed a certain item. And I said, where can I find this? And I said, let me, I guarantee, I, I guarantee myself. I said, I think a girl probably would have it. Sure enough. Sure oh, enough. And what was right. that item, sir? It was, a, I don't know what you call it. It was your cord. A power, it was your power, cord. pack, you know, those power things you know, 110 to, and it reduces it down to like eight, 12 oh, volts. The eight volts. No, there you go, power, power adapter. adapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they literally had a box full of them. So yeah. Juanita, out of her busy schedule, said, Dave, let me check. And she started pulling out different the, the adapters. Electronics area needs a lot mm-hmm. of work, but yeah. it's in here. And they got everything. They got stereo equipment. I saw one gentleman with a bag, I mean, a handful of um, camouflage fatigue type yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. And, and then our new. LPs, we have cassette tapes, mm-hmm. <laughs> we had <laughs> Betamax player, you know, I mean, so it's like the gamut of, you know, yeah, things you, you know, find. he was a, I got a beta, old beta tape, where can I get a beta, <laughs> go check out, <laughs> check out the store. Yeah. if yeah. they got, um, uh, <laughs> if they got skis, Ice skis, or mm-hmm. what is it? It was actually snow skis. Snow skis, Sorry. yeah. If they got snow skis, then more than likely they got a VHS and a B- Betamax. Right. <laughs> and I was really surprised to learn you actually sell even the, uh, what do you got, uh, washing machines and. Well, yeah, and that's the hard part. I think I think a lot of the community um, is having a problem with uh, disposing of appliances. Uh huh. And so, more often than not, we don't have the ability to test these things. And so, people give them to us um, without being too mean. They dump it on us. Um, <laughs> and then we find out that it's not working. Ah. You know, or if it is working, we don't have the storage facility to keep it. So, we end up selling it for like 20 bucks. Ah. Um, because, you know, we don't have space. The longer it sits outside under the canopy, the worse it gets. The condition deteriorates. Have you checked with the mayor's office? You know, they have uh, funding. Disposal? No, no. Yeah. She's really good about helping us with disposal. Correct. But Correct. We actually put signs outside of our fence, no dumping. Because if you're going to leave your donation outside of the gate when we're closed, uh-huh. it's going to get ruined by the weather, the dogs, Well, whatever. I think those type of donation, I think they're, they're, they have arterial motives. I'm going to pretend I'm donating this stove and well, I'm no, we've they're had closed. Some but really, I'm just you know, just, I mean, hurtful situations where people would back up their pickup truck with a bunch of really, really horrible things from their ranch <laughs> or boxes. Uh, there was one gentleman, and thank God I don't remember his name, um, <laughs> but I, I wouldn't say it anyways, but um, boxes of clothes that had termite trails in it. And wow. he was offended that I wouldn't accept it. Um, the fact of the matter is it's going to cost us more money to wash it, dry it, sort it, because not all of it is good, and then to pay for disposal, because we don't have a contract with anyone for disposal, and I refuse. I'm sorry, I'm going to put it out there. Mm-hmm. I refuse to have a contract for service. To pay $400 for disposal when I can do several pickup loads in a month for under $100. Wow. So, you know, but um, they believe that we're a business, 
Which is solid waste? Solid waste. And mm. my, my mom's vehicle has been tagged. I love you, Mom. I know you're listening. Um, but, <laughs> you know, my mom's vehicle has been marked as an Island Girl Power vehicle. I want to know a little more. You just touched some, touch something in me. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the issue with solid waste? Providing because a Because we b- they believe container? that we're a company, a, so an, a, a business, and so that we should pay a, a vendor to have a trash bin outside of our facility. The problem with that is we end up paying three, four, five hundred dollars for a bin, and we don't need it. We don't need that quantity of trash to removal. Hmm. Um, and to load it up on someone's pickup and to take it over there is a lot more feasible for us. The bin, if you had a bin, how would it be monitored? Because I would think some people well, would... Well, and we have had problems when, you know, because there's a church group that uses the center on Sundays. Mm-hmm. They're an amazing group of people, and they take their trash from their church service and dispose of it on their own because we can't take the cost of disposing of extra trash. So, But when the gate is open and the church is using the center, people drive in and they dump their trash. Wow. You know, so we we have issues, uh, and we're not just monitoring the trash that is coming in through donations. (laughs) Really, really supposed to be good donations. Yes. Um, We're also accepting and cleaning out the neighborhood parks and the nature park, the 11-acre nature park that we manage. And a lot of that trash comes to the center until we have a good amount to be able to dispose of it. Well, I think that's a, a very good distinction. When you, when you, you know, you accept donations, of course, but please, people, if you're going to donate to Island Girl Power, let's make it, you Or know, any other organization. Yeah, make sure that the item works, and that'll be nice, that the clothes are Not wearable. Not it used to work, or it was working last week, or, <laughs> you know, yeah. okay, drop the flat screen TV and run. That's basically yeah. what they do, you uh, know. Otherwise, you're basically giving them your trash yes and that's and that's the that's the issue with trash on the island yeah but you know with johnsony sure i'm going to bring it back to her because by all means she's quite amazing um she is managing the clearance sale items in the in the patio in the can uh, the canopy area of the Mm -hmm. thrift store Mm -hmm. and she does her own marketing she works the customers in a way that makes them feel respected she's she's a wonderful salesperson but half of what she earns in that patio uh-huh. comes to the thrift store. The other half is a fundraising for her senior fundraising. trip to What Japan. are you fundraising for? I'm fundraising for a trip that apparently I got selected in to go to with a class of the seniors to Tokyo, apparently, and we're going to stop. Oh, is that, is that like a, a JFK senior, senior trip? trip? Oh. Yeah, yeah, and she already raised enough for her passport, and it's on its way. Wow. <laughs> so you you got uh, rec- I mean, nominated to go on this trip? Apparently, yes. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, stuff like that, that just really, that's why I, when I heard, I, I heard about you, uh, someone had told me about you that you're an awesome volunteer and you've been there for years and that you, you do this and some of the proceeds does go to, towards your fundraising efforts. So it got me to think. I said, you know, Maybe we can get someone to donate some miles or something, or you know, if you got mileage you can spare, you know, one way or a round trip. You know, Tokyo is just right around three hours away. You know, give Island thing, Girl Power. Wonderful give, give thing them a call. about what she does is she also gets her family involved, and they, you know, uh, make the 
the the, the Chucky's Donuts. Huh. Um, it's called tempura. Yeah. See, I did it. Tempura. Uh, it's it's a it's basically a typhoon donut, the Guam style typhoon donut, but it's round. And so um, and she'll they'll sell it. She'll make little gift baskets. She'll do extra things, play games with the kids for extra money. Mm -hmm. um, let them pick and choose things or. You know, what is your whole bag thing, your deal with the bag? So, for kids, they could fill up a bag, but I have to weigh it. If it's two kilograms, then it's a dollar. Anything higher <laughs> than that, then, yeah. A pound of toys for a dollar. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <coughs> excuse me, I, I, graduated, I, mean, I went to JFK as well, <coughs> and I do remember the uh, senior trips. It's a lot of fun. Definitely, gonna, you're going to have a blast. <coughs> so, <coughs> I think with you mentioning that, I think all four of us in here went to JFK. Then we're all Islanders. Yes, you know we're having the mega <laughs> the reunion. Mega reunion in March. Coming up, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. I'm definitely. Actually, I'm involved in the committee. Planning. Oh, great. Um, Mr. Great. Eddie Cruz and uh, uh, Wesley and geez. <laughs> you're going to be in trouble now. I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> I forgot. So let me just Bobby. say, since you mentioned Eddie Cruz, I just want to say that, you know, there's people in the community that have always helped us yes. in one form or another, and Mr. Cruz has always been very supportive. Thank you. And, Thank you, you know, you, that Eddie. kind of moral support, like, girl, you can do it, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, just, just encouraging. Well, you know, what Island Girl, Island Girl Power, first and foremost, was started, what, how many years ago? 19 years ago. Next year is our 20th anniversary. Yeah, 19 years, and it serves a very good purpose. You know, young ladies like uh, John Sunny. John Sunny, doing a great job at Island Girl Power, taking care of the community um, garden, as well as being a great salesperson. It's gonna, it's gonna come back to you in dividends. You're gonna wind up working at some big corporation. <laughs> and the thing with her is she used her service learning to teach. And so she was one yes. of those proactive big sisters, and she taught dance classes. Oh, yeah. Um, art. You had some art um, classes. Origami. 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 Oh, mm -hmm. oh yeah. And yeah, and so, you know, uh, again, I, I just at, uh, I salute all the, what you do for Island Girl Power. Mm -hmm. Thank and, you. And uh, I'm going to, you know, use what I have, the media right now, to let people know if you if you got some mileage you want to spare, Call up Island Girl Power. Get this girl to Japan and have her be a part of this Japan trip. I think you're definitely deserving of a trip to Japan. How's Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, there's other programs that we have. You know, we've helped um, people in the past to fundraise um, young people if they need their Guam ID or driver's license. And it's not stuff that we put out there. Uh -huh. But there was one young man recently who wanted driver's ed classes. And so instead of just kind of expecting parents to come through, he started uh, harvesting the loofahs, the you know, the the um, sponge gourd oh. that grows yeah. in the jungle. <laughs> and so he he taught him how to. Oh. I thought you said louvers. Loofah. <laughs> <laughs> the loofah. Wow, I Pachodec. did not realize that the we Pachodec. had ones that we could actually use. Like oh yeah, oh, pachodec cool. grows in the jungles, um, in the in actually in those wonderful neighborhood parks that are overgrown. Mm -hmm. So nice. we teach him how to harvest it, clean it out, um, cut them up and string them. And he was selling them to raise money for his uh, driver's ed classes. Wow. So things like that, you get them to think creatively about what is around us, yeah. and and how to and how to you know make some money. 
circular the right economy way. yes mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then you know telling him that as soon as your business gets to be a certain point then we help you with your paperwork and we we show you how to do the paperwork um he got the money enough to do the driver's ed classes and moved on in life and mm -hmm. uh, you know graduating from high school and moving into employment so but you you help them with those ideas that everything is possible I heard about um, you're you're trying to expand. You're trying to expand girl, Island Girl Power. So it's it's a concept um, of not. It's a rebranding. So everybody's used to Island Girl Power, but everybody has a concept that we're here for the little girls, and it's a girls program. And a lot of people think that is a female-only organization. So in the first ten years, we only worked with the young girls, but we also helped high school students to become big brothers and big sisters. That was always part of it. Yes. Um, so in the recent years, since 2014, 2012, we wrote the grant to Gura, and the Community Development Block Grant allowed for us to expand into the four units in Dededo. Right there along with Sang Song. Yes. I'm sorry, it's Sang Song. Um, okay. so, so our center has always been called Kurosan Isengsong, or the heart of the village. And that, that Kurosan Isengsong is really how do you have a girls program in a community that is so disadvantaged or so low income. There's, I mean, Gora calls it one of their tracks, you know, the census, the last census says that there's so many low income families in that area and, and it's just really impoverished area. A um, lot of homeless staying in the area. We're right next to the homeless shelter. Mm -hmm. um, and so we built up that compound to be the heart of the village. So you help families with sustainability through the community garden. You teach them about the na nature through the nature park. You um, train, there's training available for volunteers on sexual assault and family violence and also suicide prevention. And then you give them the opportunity to access goods at a reduced price through the thrift store. Yeah. You do a lot of a things. A lot of adults come to the center for job training as well as high school students. So they get their job skills through community service from public health, mm -hmm. the jobs program. Gora Section 8 requires community service from those people living in those houses. Give them job training. We work with probation. I'm not ashamed to say that. We work with probation. We give people that deserve a second chance, that come in with a positive attitude, wanting to turn their DUI or their misdemeanors into service into the community. Great. And we give them a place to be proud of their skills. Fantastic, fantastic. And God. most people don't know. They still see us as Island Girl Power, but we're so much more the heart of the village. Yeah, you know, suicide prevention, really, really nice thing to yes. get the word out about that. And, you know, this is the holiday seasons. Not everyone, you know, there's a holiday uh, hotline, you know, right. for people that are, you know, We just did an assist problems. training. I'm an assist trainer. So assist is applied suicide intervention skills. And we just did a training at GCC with 18 participants. Hmm. The safe talk training that was scheduled for this weekend at Island Girl Power is going to be rescheduled for January. So um, anybody that wants to take Safe Talk has to be 16 or older, and it's a four-hour training just to become more aware of the signs of suicide.
Fantastic, fantastic, Winnie. And again, Island Girl Power is more than just a thrift store. It's they got a community garden that well, well taken care of uh, community right. garden, and they they do have plots that are available. Mm -hmm. So if you're interested in starting your own uh, community garden, call up uh, Island Girl Power. Very, very reasonable price. Where can you beat fifteen dollars a year? Well, and there are rules. Yes, of course. So, you know, because we're in the center of our youth program, mm -hmm. no matter how legal marijuana is, it will never be legal <laughs> at Island Girl Power. No. I and go. because one of the main rules of having the community garden plot sure. is that you're not allowed to sell. No. So it falls yeah. in line with the no marijuana. No, no, by all means. By <laughs> I all joke means. about that all the time because when you work in Dedido uh -huh. and you work with young people, you have to have a sense of humor about these things. Sure. <laughs> and so I tell them, you cannot grow stuff here and then sell it at the flea market, okay? No, it's true. for your own use and then for you to also share your produce with us. Correct, people. correct. 38 minutes after 7, Man, Land, and Sea with Benita Blas and... John Sinney. John Sinney. I like that name. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad I'm, I don't plan to have another daughter because if I did, that's going to be her name. <laughs> it's a cool awesome. name. And Senator Kelly Mars Titano in the studio. And we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up with uh, the senator and let us, uh, she's going to tell us more about, again, to remind everyone when the public hearing for Bill 241. It is at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Monday. Monday. That is December 23rd. Right, real close to Christmas. Merry yeah. Christmas. <laughs> yes, it's. Uh, it's looking looking like Christmas, huh? <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back. Dave Duane is with you. Man, land, and sea. We'll take a short break right after this. Buenas, Asanielos. Guahu si Robert Underwood. Tampara Bay Hututuhu. Nuevo na programa Gwenigi K57. Jan interrogisino tamoro. Sino nativo. Pat mas claro sino hadra. Isinota. Bula siya na. Na maguf, na bubu, na mahalang, na chalik, loti na matnyo. Ifinota with Robert Underwood every Monday night at 6.30 on News Talk K57. Ho, ho, ho! The Office of the Governor and Lieutenant Governor Guam, together with the Guam Museum Foundation, invite you to the Governor's Holiday Home and Christmas Festival, now until January 7th. Visit the Governor's Holiday Home at the Government House, Mondays and Tuesdays from 6 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Then, make your way down to the Skitters Plaza for the Governor's Christmas Festival. Celebrate this holiday season with a beautiful and festive light display and live entertainment on a special video mapping shown every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, every half hour from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Made possible with the help of our partners, the Guam Visitors Bureau, Stay Well Insurance, Guam Music Inc., Bank of Guam, Cowboys Insurance, ASC Trust, Environmental Monitors Inc., Alpha Insurers, Tea Galleria by DSS, Pack Air Guam, Delighty Group, Guam Auto Spot, Micronesian Renewable Energy, Ambrose Inc., Guam Daily Post, Pacific Daily News, Transportation Management Group, EMSCO Engineering Consultants, Evangelista Acabado Engineers Inc., KH LG and Associates, and the stations of the Sorensen Media Group. Guam's Hottest Talk has a new perspective on business, news, and politics. It's The Breakdown with Logan Regis. Join Logan as he aims to break down or demystify different processes in business and politics, from traditional to digital marketing, and from local to federal government and politics. Business, news, politics? I'm Logan Regis. 
Tune in every weekday from 12 to 2 p.m. for The Breakdown. It's The Breakdown every weekday from noon to 2, only on News Talk K57. here at Bandland and Sea with Vanita Blas and again your name? John Sinney. John Sinney. That is hard. I'm really bad with names. John Sinney is um, John part Sinney. Chickies and part Japanese. John Sinney. So we learn a lot of um, both languages from her. Yeah, once again, Bandland and Sea, thank you for tuning in. 477-5757. you got a question or a comment to uh, our guest here in the studio, Juanita Blas, Island Girl Power, and our good senator, Kelly Mars Titano, and she was here to let you know, let our community, our residents of Guam know, that uh, on Monday, December the 23rd, she'll be having a public hearing on... Um, Hiking safety and mm -hmm. rip currents. Right, right. To keep people safe in that those conditions as well. Very, very much so. So we're really looking forward to hearing from the industry professionals, but also the community. We have a large community of hikers. We uh, definitely love to go out to the beach and to swim. Yeah. And there are so many things that we can do to make sure we're all a little bit safer. Um, one of the things that I've been envisioning, and so I'm hoping it's going to come to fruition, is having these large signs at trailheads and just letting us know um, what kind of things we should be bringing with us, um, what kind of uh, protection we should be having from the sun, um, yes. water. I mean, I have gone, I taught at the University of Guam for quite a while, and mm -hmm. it, it might surprise people to know we would go out hiking sometimes and I would have students show up with zero water <laughs> and zero uh, head protection from the sun. And so we just want to make sure that uh, we're all helping take care of each other while we're out there and keeping ourselves as safe as possible. And, and signage, you mentioned signage, very important, not just for the hiking, but also at the, at the, at the beaches. Right. And, you know, and be, so be aware of rip currents. Exactly. Uh, certain beaches have really strong currents that we may or may not be aware of. And what I had learned, now I haven't learned it absolutely, so I can't tell you it definitively, but I learned that there are certain strategies. You know, I have gotten caught up in a, a bit of a rip current Swim before. diagonally? Yeah, things like that. And, and when I was swimming, it was like being on a treadmill. I mean, you just couldn't even swim fast enough to, to keep in the same spot. Right. And it's real scary. You panic. Yes. And but there are strategies. So just like we teach people when there's smoke in the air, you drop and roll or things like that. There are these strategies, like you're saying, uh, swimming diagonally or something Correct. else. Don't I, I swim can't against it. You ain't yeah. going to make any headway. And, and if we learn those, you know, it's not panicking, relax your body. Um, I don't remember what they are, so I can't really say. But we all need to learn them. I, I, don't, I don't know them. And if I was out there swimming and got caught, I would only have... Uh, a couple of 
possibilities to cling on to, trying not to panic and maybe trying to swim diagonally, but I wouldn't know the other strategy. Yeah, I, I before the show, I did actual, I Googled it, uh, rip currents, and you can actually see a rip current. There's telltale signs to distinguish where the rip currents are, and uh, uh, some rip currents will take you out, some rip currents will just take you out a bit and t take you right back mm -hmm. inland again. So, you know, again, just to, edu to educate the people of uh, what you can do should you get uh, get in right. a and, rip current. And, and where, where we have more dangerous Correct. conditions than other places. Correct. Yeah. So once again, uh, public hearing, December the 23rd, 9 a.m. at the Guam Legislature. Yeah, so if you want to spend your Christmas Eve Eve <laughs> out there testifying, this well, is your opportunity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, by all means. You know, again, you know, not just for the residents, but for our tourist industry. Are you inviting Absolutely. the uh, tourist representatives well, as we, well? We, um, when the group is put together, we are hoping that GBB will be a part of it. They've yes. been part of such efforts before because, of course, visitor safety is real important to us as well. And they, unfortunately, have fallen prey to some of these hazards Exactly. As well. They definitely should be a part of it. Uh, once again, Senator uh, Kelly... Mars Titan was in the studio. We need a blast with Violent Girl Power and Johnsony. 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 Yeah, I almost <laughs> had it. Almost had it. Anyway, Senator, I know you. Like I said, you just got out of sesh session and yeah. you made it but down here. But I always here. enjoy coming down here, and um, I always enjoy running into Juanita. She's such an amazing person, and she is. Just she such is. a benefit to our our entire community for exactly. all of the many good things. Exactly, she does. I am definitely a fan of Island Girl Power. I'm definitely a fan, and I I tell everyone I know. I said, if you want to find something that you can't find, go check it out at Island Girl Power. Nine out of ten, they're gonna have it. Right. You just mentioned earlier, you got a Betamax, <laughs> a Betam machine. We had one. Oh, it's gone. And or? so people purchase people yeah. purchase collectibles at the center as well. Exactly. Senator, I know you got to go if you want. Uh, no, not a problem. And um, you, young lady, we're yeah. going to try. Anybody got mileage? Donate to this young lady. <laughs> Contribute. We're going to send her to Japan. She's you, well, worked you hard enough for it. Well, you can also come over to Island Girl Power when the thrift store is open and yeah. purchase some items from her area. Yeah. Because or just that's definitely it. what she's working towards. Yeah. Some of the proceeds, half of the proceeds go to Island Gold Power, and the other half that she's working on is, is going towards her, her trip. Yep, so, again, well-deserving. You've been there for seven years. I think we can take, you know, to send you to Japan. Yeah, that would that like would be That would be so nice, huh? Yeah. You know, how many miles does it take to go to Japan? About 70, maybe? I have no idea. Yeah. But, you, you know, because yeah, I think they do it by region, and so even though Japan is pretty close to Correct. us, they maybe just say within the Pacific, it's yeah, yeah something like seventy thousand. Yeah, but if you got, my, I got friends of mine that some of them are in business and they use their credit cards all the time for business purposes. Mileage, you know, yeah. you get mileage for every mile. And I said, I asked one of my friends, how many miles you got? Oh, I got like a million. I said, what? <laughs> what are you waiting <laughs> for? Yeah, holy smokes. Yes, <laughs> and there's quite a few business people out here that use their credit cards. So if you're listening out there, you got. Uh, a few uh, miles you want to? Well, I appreciate the promotion for her trip. Um, yes, I am adamant really about it. I just wanted her to get out and uh, and, and be more comfortable yeah. with coming on the air because this is her first time. Ah. Right. And um, she actually just debuted her 
singing voice oh, at really? a yeah. silent auction and concert <laughs> over the weekend. So you're a singer. She's a dancer and a singer and so much more. She's oh, yeah. such an amazing young woman. Yes. So just to be in the presence of her is, is pretty wonderful. People come into this thrift store not always having such a wonderful day, and Johnson, he comes bouncing in. She's always <laughs> wearing some kind of colorful something or um, fancy hat, funny hat days, or, you know, all these different kinds of things that she yeah. just brings so much wonderful energy to the program. And, yeah. and you know, she herself has bad days. Yeah, we all but, do. We all do. She she hides it really well at work because she makes all of us feel very good. Fantastic. Once <laughs> again, Eileen, girl power, they, you got something you're looking for, You got or you want to donate stuff, mm -hmm. give them a call or drop drop down their location in Dededo, East Sang Song Road. Right. Google Maps, Eileen, girl power. Can't miss Simple. it. And uh, again, we would prefer, and I'm sure they would definitely prefer, if the items you're donating are clean, they're not all torn up, you know, clothing. If it's electronics, that they work, mm -hmm. you know. The, the rule I have, <laughs> you know, the rule I have, because um, the gentleman wanted to give us a bunch of beds and couches. <laughs> yeah. And um, um, I, I, I told him, I said, if you wouldn't let your wife sit or lay on these furnitures, uh -huh. then they're not suitable for anyone else. Yes. And he made a comment that, well, but it's for the poor. <laughs> and I said, sure, um, maybe... You know, we True. help we help people that are lower income. Yeah. But sir, you should be ashamed of yourself, um, because if it's not suitable for your family, then I have to also be concerned about the health and well-being of the families that will be using these items. Sure. So I turned no. him down, and then he wanted me to dispose of the items for free. <laughs> so you never you never really understand where a person is coming from, mm -hmm. because common sense is not common, right, mom? Moms, listen. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Mom, if you're listening, your daughter Juanita is awesome. I really enjoy having her on the show. This is not the first time you've been on the show. No. no I think no. this is like second or third. Second like or third, yeah. But uh, every time, what, the last time I met her when I found that power power adapter. Thank you, Senator, for your, your one to talk more. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, the power adapter. If you needed a power adapter. Check out Island Girl. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great thing to have, especially when you travel. There's different right? ones. When you're traveling to Japan, you may need to tra uh, a power adapter. Yes, I, they probably have there. And then, then we got the young lady there that's um, been a volunteer and supporting Island Girl Power for seven years, and she's trying to make her way to that senior trip as well. And, you know, come down and buy something because some of the half of the proceeds uh, will go to securing a ticket to Japan. Right. And, you know, if I can say, um, when Johnsony first came to Island Girl Power, she was quite shy. Mm -hmm. um, middle school, but um, she had gone through a lot with her health um, when she was a younger, young, young child. Okay. And so Island Girl Power is there for girls ages 7 to 14. And it's for any girl in the community, not just certain nationalities, not certain income levels, any girl 7 to 14. And what kind of classes do we have at Island Girl Power? We have capoeira. We have a dance class. Wow. Um, sometimes we also, oh yes, we also have a scout that comes. They're boy scouts, but they totally come and teach us, which makes them also girl scout, kind of. <laughs> Don't tell. <laughs> um, they, they teach us uh, survival skills, and they teach us archery uh, every three months. Um, we also have cooking, gardening, 
art, music. Um, we give girls uh, real ways to cope with stress. And then we honestly at Island Girl Power, we're teaching girls how to be advocates for others in the community. Fantastic. Fantastic. I just love what you guys do. You know, you educate the young, teach them some good uh, skills, mm -hmm. um, you know, working skills. And it's going to pay dividends in the end. I just got a call earlier. I got a message that, in fact, in fact, Mommy's listening. I know. I know. I, know. I, can, I can sense it. You know, the hairs on the back of my neck is standing. Really? Um, but yeah, Hi, Mom. Mom. See, so Mom, Mom just left Island Girl Power not too long ago, and mm -hmm. she was actually helping us with the thrift store. Wow. It's, the thrift store is going through a remodeling on the inside. Mm -hmm. Our wonderful diff volunteers decided to change it up. Change it. And so <laughs> that's what we were doing today. We were reorganizing the thrift store, um, and Mama helps with special projects so yeah i know she's listening because she told me i'm Thank gonna you. be listening so you know wow. put the plug out <laughs> yeah and it's, it's a real Merry wonderful Christmas, thing Mom. wonderful thing when the fountain with my family coming out you know my daughters and my son was there earlier today and you know um johnson's little sister comes over and little brother visits oh, yeah. and you know it's, it's just it's really nice because for the girls program it's free yeah. Yeah, and then if their little brother wants to tag along, or their older high school sibling wants to pop to hang along, then th that's a, that's allowed also. We're about five minutes to the top of the hour. You do have a nature trail. Yes, 11 acres, and we are looking for a team of people to help us to develop that part of our program. Nature trail. We've Where's been it doing at? this for more than three years now. Where's the location? Did it do? It's hiding. No, just joking. Um, it's between <laughs> us and BMS. And so the biggest cost that we know we're going to have to figure out um, or to find a wonderful, wonderful sponsor out there in the community is to fence it off. To fence it? Yes. And it's a square lot, not a whole lot of weird stuff to work with, but um, it's between Island Girl Power and, and Benevente Middle School. People oh. pass it every day, but it's 11 acres. I, I pass it every and, morning. And rem you remember finding the seeds. Oh, yes. Do you remember what it's called? I think it was Junga seed. Joga. Joga. So <laughs> the Joga tree, there's oh. big Joga trees in there. Wow. And Dok Dok, and um, we have a lot of pandanas, and there's also... Uh, How about Ibat? Uh, I'm not telling. <laughs> we, can't, we can't tell you those things. There's this one fruit yes, in are. the jungle when I, when I used to play hooky. <laughs> I know. Are you talking about the crab apple? Piyot. Piyot. Yes. 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 And there's bamboo. Peel, um, dig up peel on it? Yes, sir. Wow. I'm not telling you where, though. Wow. Uh, I'm going to be a long shot. I'm <laughs> going to go in the jungle. So it's, 11, <laughs> it's 11 acres, and what we're doing is we're growing, um, we're planting fruit trees, medicine plants, and also encouraging the natural habitat for the sali, um, and also the uh, snail, the, the uh, native snail. And we have some of the uh, we have at least one or two of the rare plants, rare trees from mm. on Guam growing I know in there. Recently, you had a uh, during the um, visit by the Navy. Um, Navy sailors, yeah. Yeah, they came and helped, right? Uh, yes, we really, really love when the Comrail comes through because they're not. It's not a punishment. These people come out and they they want to help the community. Yeah. Um, and they come and they they want to just do as much wonderful community service as possible. So even if we only have them for four hours, mm -hmm. 
I have a list of at least 20 items, uh, 20 work, 20 jobs uh, that they tackle, and and they usually get them all done. Oh, so that last will. group of sailors and Marines that came through, they were they were really nice. They were kind and they were very very helpful. Yeah, by all means, kudos to them. And once again, Juanita and Chen. John Sunny. John Sunny. John. Think of John. John Sunny. There you go. So uh, I wanted you. to just say, while I have a How chance, about? thank sure. you to Gora. Um, thank for you. <coughs> Excuse me. Gora sponsors the facility that we have. Yes. And then we have CyberTech, who provides free alarm system. Um, we're indebted. Oh, you know, we have to do that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, wonderful companies that are um, thinking of coming forward with our telecommunications. So that's one thing we're soliciting for right now is help with telecommunications. In what form? Um, well, just um, cell phone, internet, landlines. You know, um, oh, you don't so got a landline? We've, we've had a sponsor in the past, but um, since um, You mean you don't even have a landline? There. No, we have landlines, but we're paying for service. So what we're looking for is a donation and sponsorship. And um, without mentioning companies' names, of course, we're engaged in discussions to, to, to have a sponsor. Agreed. Because it's so important to focus on the positive and not the negative. Correct. And Senator, thank you as well for coming into Manland and Sea. Thank you so much. Oh, Busy lady. Busy Senator. Just came out of session and still made it here <laughs> just in time. Yeah. Just the time she told me she was coming, she was here. <laughs> and we wanted to make sure that we get the word out to the residents of Guam. Public hearing on December the 23rd, 9 a.m., at the Legislature Congress Building on hiking safety and... And rip currents. And rip currents. Well. So, and yeah. thank you for tuning in. Merry Christmas, everyone. KGUM, again, yeah, we are Man, Land, and Sea. AM, Haganya, Guam, News.